school softball game is going on. Okay. So they didn't they didn't have that when you were playing, did they? No, I don't I don't recall that one. No, I don't think okay. they did. Hey right. fellas. So it looks like Jay Willie hey, Will. joining us from the hey, softball. Hey, hold on, hold on, fellas, live from Palmer Park. Hold on, the coaches, oh. baby, we got a dog. Jay Willie, that's two. That's Let's two in go. a row. Two in a row. Two consecutive top games you won after losing six straight. Hey. Hey, I lost 40. I hit two dingers. We had a good day. Can you call my man Johnny over, please? JC. Good job, Sam. JC, tell him. Smack the dub. Big second to last inning. Defensive. Last inning. Got some stops. That's how we do it. JC. <laughs> and he's out just like that. Hey, <laughs> hey we got to go shake hands, guys. We got to go shake hands. We, we wouldn't expect anything less. Good job, gentlemen. Good job. <laughs> Say what's up. You're on the Jay Willie Show. Oh, man. <laughs> huh? You don't even got no followers. I got, it. I, I got locker room access, baby. We, 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 we do it big. Ask Kihei how he played. <laughs> All right, Mark. Take it away. All right. Annual softball game between players and coaches. Kate Cedric will hopefully join us. Right here. Pulled hamstring and all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got we got the man. We got the man. Uh-oh. Hold on. Uh-oh. So so we got a player of the game. We got Jay Huff Awards. Where is where where's Jay? Who's that fellow right there? Player of the game, three homers, a slight pulled hamstring, <laughs> but it was big. We came back from behind. It was back to back. Back to back. Hey, Jay. Hey, we got to show off the Sandlot PF Flyers just for this game. Jay Huff went and purchased some PF Flyers. Windy Peppercorn. <laughs> you see those, Mark? Oh, yeah. Old school. Can you Old get school. TB on for a second, Jay Willie, please? Say, say again. Can you get T Can you call TB over real quick? Uh, one more. Coach hold on. Hold on. Coach, coach. Coach, they need you. Hold on. Yes. Go ahead, Mark. Coach. Yes, Mark. How are you? I'm good, Mark. <laughs> Congrats on your second consecutive win. It's big, Mark. It's big. Uh, you know, I realized something in this. This is our 11th. This is our 12th year doing this. And I realized we're getting older, but the players keep saying the same age. And that's a problem. But we use some, some savvy, some grit. And your son wasn't here to bail him out. So, you know, that's just how it goes. <laughs> it's really not a problem if you guys won two in a row. The older you get, you're like becoming like a fine line. We had no business winning, but, you know, Kihei called the crucial timeout and, and they, did not, they didn't execute out of the timeout. And I think that was the key. <laughs> how was your performance today? Yeah, you know, I, I, I had, oh, we got a hit. You know, I was I, a little good, a little bad, a little bit. I had a home run when I needed to, but j just enough, Mark, just enough that's, that's the way we did it so <laughs> we have a blast actually this is the most beautiful ballpark it's the new um softball stadium palmer park it's incredible it's got to be one of the best in the country so to play out here and have a good time and you know again just the way it's been just some great camaraderie and they're a little quiet right now but i think everybody enjoyed it i'll tell you a, a highlight 
TJ Grams, our academic advisor, the pizza guy, pulls up for Mellow Mushroom, pulls a foul ball and shatters the windshield. So that's our first shattered wind windshield in our softball game. So we're going to have to take care of that. But it was worth it. It was all worth it. Do you know the all-time record, coaches versus players? You know, what's the all-time record? It's pretty close because we played 12. The players won like five in a row. They run, yeah, they run six in a row, I believe. Six in a row. It might be seven, five, them, or, or maybe eight, four, somewhere in there. So, hey, I got to take the championship picture that goes up in the locker room all year. So I got to leave the show, Mark, all right? <laughs> Good we'll to see you, man. So Good to always. see you. Back live to the family. Jay Willie Show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we, we, we're, we're going to take this team photo. So, um, Caden may be joining you guys. Well, go do that. Okay, yeah, please. Can you, let's, let's call Caden over. Caden. What? Here. Here. He's coming now. I'm going to give him to you. Great. Thank Sorry. You. Hey, this is live, folks. This is this is what live. Jay, you, you look like A-Rod like. out there. Huh? You look like A-Rod out there. This was, that this is what live locker room access look like. Here's Caden. Hold on. Hold on. Why be in which way does he look like A Rod? Um, I think maybe? skin tone, maybe. And and just because he has a baseball cap on and uh, uniform. But I digress. Go ahead, do your thing. Caden. Yes, sir. How are you? So good to see you. Thanks for joining us. I'm doing good. How are you? Caden, what happened out there today? What was the final um, score? The final score was fifteen to thirteen. Uh we had a rough sixth inning. We gave up nine runs. We had seven errors. They only had three errors. We both had 18 hits, but, um, you know, they got the best of us again this year. I know you were a star baseball player before devoting most of your time to basketball. That's your freshman year in high school. Is that right? Uh, yes, sir. I, after freshman year of high school, I quit baseball and began, started to focus on basketball. Okay. Not a bad decision if it got you to UVA. Yes, sir. I, I think it worked out well. So what happened today? What happened with in the sixth inning where you guys gave up so many runs? Um, you know, you know, they started hitting home runs. And I guess there's not much you can do to defend that. Um, and then when they were hitting it to us, uh, we were making errors. But um, uh, we had a questionable, we called it a timeout, which was a little questionable. But they got a little run and we couldn't really stop it. What does that mean, a timeout? I didn't know that you could call timeouts. Kihei called a timeout after they scored a few runs, and we, we brought it in and had a discussion. We probably shouldn't have done that. I got you. So he called the pitcher's mound? Yeah, we, we did on the third baseline. Yeah. Oh, we're about to take a picture real quick. Go ahead. We'll get you on the way back. YB, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I hear you. YB, while we're waiting, we were going to get a good Jay Willie story from you today. Can you Man, let's see. Uh, I don't know if anyone knows that Jason is a chronic, chronic snore. <laughs> I don't know if the people know that. I mean, I, I think it's a little bit of sleep apnea involved, so I won't mess with him too bad. But first year in, in the distinct and defunct Tuttle dorms, um, we had to share a room, not just, you know, a suite, I mean, you know, an apartment, but we shared a room. 
And Jay, I think it's a combination of uh, sleep apnea and uh, I, I forget what it's called when you can not when you fall asleep in like three seconds. That's him as well. So it ain't even fair for someone like me. I literally had to sleep with the music on and with toilet paper in my ears every night, every night. Corey Alexander has a famous story where he he was he was sleeping and you know they had to share a room somewhere. And Jason asked him, literally, Corey, who who you think's the best center in the league? And Corey's like, uh, maybe David Robinson. Who do you think? Jay? Jay? <laughs> hey, why? That's, that's not, not, why? That's I mean, not true. You can get used to the consistent snore pattern, but when you, I mean, Jay sounds like a bear riding a motorcycle. Cut Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. That was during your fresh, your, your first year? You yeah. Break, breaking news, Mark. Breaking if news. If we would have had Hold on a second. Hold on a second. My second year, I wouldn't have done it. YB, yeah. we've got breaking news. Hold on one second. Breaking What's news. That? Jay Willie was named offensive player of the game. Johnny Carpenter named defensive player of the game. And we were down seven runs in the bottom of the six. And the coaches came back with a nine-run six inning for the greatest inning in the history of the coaches versus players. <laughs> oh, oh. Go Hoos. <laughs> so, hey, that means hey, you why, MVP? Why? You MVP? I was offensive. But stop telling all those lies, man. You know I don't snore like that. Oh my God! Wait a minute. The only thing Jay I want to say about that, one half as far as me. I think, I think why you should give Jay Willie credit for helping you to become a better DJ because you had to listen to music. Yeah, I got to learn all those songs because I had to listen to music, but I could hardly hear them because I had to have tissue in my ears. <laughs> and if and God bless his wife, because <laughs> if you're within a a, a feel any any mammal within a field goal's kick of him, they ain't sleeping. And, and he found true. somebody that could do it. All right. That's great. So listen, I don't want to keep Kate in there too long, so let's start with him. And then, Jay Willie, we can come back and you can give us a few more highlights about the softball game and let us know how the week is going. And But in the meantime, let's get, let's get, Kate, let's get to Kaden. Kaden, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can hear you. All right. So, unfortunately, you lost the second consecutive softball game. I'm sure you'll, be, you'll likely be there for at least two to three more years, so you have time to get revenge. Hey, Mark, yes, he, hit, he hit the longest home run in the history of softball games at coaches versus players. He, he hit that thing a mile. We, we, we actually got to go get measurements for that. He hit it across we, the street. We, we got it on video. He hit it into the McHugh parking lot. We're going to have to put that in the locker room access site and share that in Twitter as well. That's the Jay Willie show. Oh, Jay Willie show? Yeah. Is that Sam? Hello, Sam. That was How Sam, did Sam yeah. How did he do? That was Sam. Sam, you had three home runs? Sam had three home runs. I believe that. He had a bunch of home runs last year, too, I believe. Yeah. So, Kaden, what position did you play in baseball when you were coming up? I played first base. Okay. At what point did you decide you knew you fell in love with basketball and you were going to stop playing baseball? Um, so my AAU team, Garner Road, gave me the opportunity to play on their team. But the deal was I could play for them if I quit baseball. So 
they said they could get me to college. And at that point, I just grown six inches. I was like six, eight. So baseball was pretty hard. I was like, all right, we'll, we'll, um, I'll give it a shot. And it worked out pretty well. So. Yeah. Garner Road is a really strong program. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's uh, Adidas out of Raleigh. It's, it's as recently as, I know a couple of years ago, they had Jerome Robinson, right? Mm -hmm. From uh, Austin, yeah. now plays yeah. for NBA. Yes, sir. And I remember them from years ago when they had a bunch of really good players. That was down. Right. Um, what was it about UVA that attracted you too much, so much to pick it over the other schools you were recruited by? And yeah, so. Um, who was so, your top final three? Who was my top what? Who were, who were your final three schools? My final three was, um, it was Virginia, Xavier. Thank you. Virginia, Xavier, and. Um, I could have went three in a row. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember my third one. But I know it was Virginia and Xavier were my top two. Um, and pretty much it was just – I knew that I was probably going to have to come in um, wherever I um, wherever I went to school in redshirt because I didn't weigh that much. And um, I'd seen what Virginia had done with their redshirts in the past, like um, like Jay, for example, Mamadi, uh, Jack Salt, uh, DeAndre. Um, and I was just like – I thought knowing that I was going to have to redshirt, I thought this would probably be the best situation for me um, to put on weight and uh, develop. So, yeah. How has the season been going so far? This season? The practices, yes. Yeah, yeah. The practices have been good. Uh, I've enjoyed them. I've gotten to, um, I, I've gotten to play a lot, and that's been fun. It's been fun to just get back with the guys and um, and play after being off from each other for five months. So it's been good. What did you think you had to work on the most over the summer to prepare for, to get playing for this year? Um. I think that I really had to work on my uh, defense some more, um, being able to guard uh, quicker people, uh, move my feet better, uh, slide my feet, um, which I've gotten better at, I think. And um, another aspect would be just getting stronger still, because that's always good. Um, I'm still working to get stronger, put on weight, all that stuff. Yep. Last year, coming into the season, you knew you were going to redshirt. How was the preparation for you? and? Did you? What were your expectations coming in, outside of redshirting and with the team? Did you know? I, it's such a high level, and people don't really get it. Right? Mm -hmm. Did you expect it to be that high? Did you? I mean, they just came off winning a championship. Mm -hmm. What were your expectations? What were you anticipating? Did you think it was going to be a, a great deal of defense? Did you? Was it? What was the learning curve like? Yeah, I definitely expected a lot of defense. Um, I pretty much met my expectations. It pretty much met my expectations, though. I expected to be super high level. Um, and, you know, um, there was a lot of defense. And um, I didn't get to do as much defense during the season because I was on green team trying to help you guys prepare for um, our, our opponents. But um, when I did get to do a defense, that was really helpful for me. And, um, you know, yeah, it's been, it's been – last year was a lot of work pressuring. I had to um, – do the extra extra lifts, extra workouts on game days and stuff. But um, it was really good for me. Yep. What are you – if there's a season, fortunate, we're hoping, we, as you all know, we all know, we're hoping there's a season. What are you thinking about your chances? I'm hearing that you're, you're playing really well. What was that, sir? I'm hearing you're playing really well right now during the preseason, and you're showing signs of being a really good player. Yes, sir. 
what do you think? What do you, what's it looking like for you as far as time? What do you think? Um, I don't, I'm not quite sure, um, but I just know if uh, my name's called, I'm going to be ready, and uh, I want to do whatever I can to help the team win. If they need me to go out there and play some big minutes, I'll do that. If um, they need me to be a best practice player I can be this year, then I'll do that. But whatever they need me to do, I'm going to be ready to do it. Um, hopefully, it'll be on the court, but you know, we'll see if there's a season. I met you, I think, about a year and a half ago, or I think when you just came on campus and you had committed and you were walking around with your family. And it's no surprise to me that you're full of humility and also that you were on the all ACC honor roll last year. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I believe so. Congratulations. Thank we are you. looking very forward to watching you this year. Continue success and progress and best of luck. And let's make sure the players win next year, the softball game. That's the goal. We do lose Jay and Sam after this year, permitting uh, there's a season. So, um, you know, it'll be, it'll be a little more tough. But uh, maybe, maybe our new recruits next year will bring in some good, uh, some good batting. <laughs> you guys might need a practice or two before. Yeah, I think we will have to practice some. Um, get, get some batting practice in uh, next summer before the game. Caden, thanks so much again. Good luck. See you soon. Thank you. Appreciate okay. it. Jay Wills. I'm getting some victory pizza, Mark. What's your favorite pizza? Mighty Meaty. Anything um, with sausage, pepperoni, bacon. I do like my black olives, though. They didn't have any, any black olives. I got to get on Ronnie about that. I, I don't need to remind you that we've been on a weight loss program, do I? No, but after after getting offensive MVP, I think I, I can I can have a slice or two. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you about some past games and some past players. Who surprised you in in terms of someone you thought would be a little bit better on the softball field, and someone that you thought wouldn't be as good? So. The guys that I've always thought were, were good baseball or softball players ended up showing that they were really good. The guy who surprised me, quite honestly, was Isaiah Wilkins. Because I, there's no way he played baseball or softball growing up in Atlanta. And, and, and he actually could feel. He hit it a little bit. So I, I was pleasantly surprised. Jack Salt could hit a bomb when he got a hold of it. And for a guy who probably never saw baseball until he got to the States, that's pretty good. But dudes like, dudes like Kyle and Ty, DeAndre was god-awful. He couldn't hit to save his life. <laughs> I remember video of watching him, I think, after one game. And the oh, way he, was, he grew, I was a oh, little he was surprised. Bad. He was bad. But I'm, Casey Morsell is a close second. <laughs> those city kids, the, the, the D.C. Philly guys must not play baseball. I was going to say, make sure you keep it to the D.C. Philly kids of being not like New York City kids who well, play well, baseball. Well, Ty, I mean, look, Ty, in, in, in all fairness, Ty was a little, you know, New Rochelle, you know, he was up that way a little bit. New York City dudes play stickball or handball, whatever that thing is. That's from the 70s, Jay Willie. Okay, all right. And 80s. All right. Right, Ty grew up playing right. baseball in New York City, in the Bronx, oh my in Manhattan, 
when I would pitch to well, him. Okay, the Bronx. I give you, I, I, the Bronx Bombers. I give you that. The Yanks. Yeah, absolutely. Who? Um, so, who's had some performances in the last? You guys, have, this is your twelfth game. You said. I think yes. TV is the twelfth game. Who's had? And we've some done of the this every year. Oh man. Um, shoot. Sammy Zaglinski, when we first got here, was really good. Um, he was good in the field, and he could hit it. Will Sherrill could hit it a mile. Um, Sam, Sam Hauser and Caden Cedric hit two bombs today. Caden hit the, the, I tell you, I don't know how far that thing went. That was the longest home run since we, we started playing. But that's not fair. Caden's a former baseball player, so... Um, Ty and Kyle were really good. Ty obviously is super competitive. He would cheat sometimes on the score just to just so the players could win. Um, Justin Anderson would cheat all the time. How do you cheat? How can you well, cheat on the score? There's because, no well, well, like they would cheat on outs and like you know sometimes you forget how many outs and and or if a dude's safe at first, so you know clearly he's out and they're calling them safe. Dudes overrun home and they didn't know he touched the base. You know, those dudes are cheating their tails off. Justin, when he was here, he was pitching behind us. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> he said, I'm, I'm trying to throw your timing off. It was crazy. We, but we have a good time. If you can't tell, we enjoy this day. Oh, it looks great. It's absolutely. Uh, did this start under the TV regime? It did. It did. We uh we started this when he, Tone first got here. He he actually bought this from Washington State, so they used to do this out there before the weather got too bad. So they play a softball game, uh, in the fall. And um, I mean it's been some scorches on some days here when we play softball, but it's it's been pretty cool. Um, normally our families, you know, the the, the staff families come out and and cheer them on with you know the kids are running around after the game, so. Unfortunately, with COVID, we couldn't do that this year. Right. Who from the coaches has had some stellar performances in recent years? Oh, man. Uh, Coach Sanchez, he's going back to his Dominican roots. Uh, he, he <laughs> has some, he's had some good outings. Coach Susie, when he was here, Coach Susie was MVP a couple times. Um, Tone, um, TJ Grahams. I'm not going to toot my own horn, so I, I, I won't say me, but um, we, we've had different guys step up. You tooted um, your own horn earlier, letting us know. That I you did. I, 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 lost my, I lost my humility. I apologize. Hey, I want to say something. Um, I don't know to all the, uh, the, the listeners. Uh, coach Susie, uh, former coach of ours, uh, Brad, who's now with Coach McKay, uh, lost his wife, Kendra, uh, to oh. breast cancer. Lost, lost her uh, to a breast cancer battle. She would have been uh, 50 on September 1st. So uh, I just want to uh, send my condolences to, to Brad and his kids and, and their entire family and, and, and the, uh, you know, everybody at Liberty uh, with Coach McKay. And uh, we're, we're just thinking about Coach Susie and his family. And um, she was such a sweet lady. We, we're, we're praying for him. Thank you for sharing that with everybody. And, and of course, all the UVA family and locker room access family sends their best regards too, and deepest sympathies and condolences. So, if you can pass that on to them and let them know, we'll do absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, Bacher looked like he could play a little bit as well. Bach, Bach, 
Box had a couple hip surgeries, so you know he's he's slowing down as he gets older. The problem is uh, switching back to softball is. <laughs> We get older, these guys stay 18 to 22. So, you know, it, it's always young dudes against older guys every year, so. I know, but I, as I said to TB, you guys have won the last two games. So clearly that doesn't make a huge difference. No, they, those guys, um, their strategy is not good. I won't tell them what they should be doing, but they got a bad strategy. They're all hitting, trying to hit it over the fence. Sometimes you just got to get on base, Mark, and let you know, let the big big boys hit it over the fence. So, yeah. um, you know, one of my, one of my favorite guys in the entire program since I've been there has been Johnny Carpenter. Great dude. Johnny, through highlights, did not look like he was that experienced of a softball player. So, when you said he won defensive MVP, I'm a little surprised. He got, he got two big diving catches out in, out in yeah. center field to to seal the victory. So he was he was definitely MVP on that end. <laughs> and this is this is this is year three that that I've actually. Can you see me? So yeah, now we can. this is year three that I've actually uh, tweaked a hamstring trying to run, <laughs> run, leg it out and get to second. <laughs> so I I don't need to be running. I need to just hit bombs. Yeah, bombs are singles. Exactly. Can you do me a favor? Can you take a slow scan of the softball field? It sounds like it's gorgeous. I used to love is, – this is the one that's been – when was this one built? So this is brand new, actually. Uh, actually, they they didn't even – so that's the scoreboard, giant scoreboard in left Palmer Park. And then they've got a little clubhouse batting area over there where that brick building is and – then that's the third baseline and the stands. And just going around, and I'm going to come back. I don't think they played a game in here, Mark, because of COVID this year. So, yeah. Um, and back over here on the first base side. So, pretty cool park. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yep. Where is it located? So, this is directly on the corner. Uh, Caddy Corner, JPJ. Um, if if you're looking, the McHugh Center is directly behind that scoreboard. JPJ would be on the other side of that building, Caddy Corner, and we're right on that corner. Mm -hmm. uh, right beside, you've mm -hmm. got baseball behind us, the, the uh, soccer and lacrosse and the outdoor track over here. So it's all in one area now. Pretty cool setup. That it really is. I oh shoot. Can you, see, can you see me? Can you hear me okay? Yep. I got you. They're kicking me off, so I gotta I gotta get out of here. Oh, Coach O. What's going on, son? <laughs> he must have rushed home. He rushed home. He didn't want to stay out here. <laughs> yeah, for, because he's our surprise guest of the night. Oh, that's awesome. He was oh, supposed boy. to come a little bit later, but he was able to get home earlier. So, Coach O, thank you so much. You're welcome, my man. Jay Willie's still basking in the glory of hitting some home runs. <laughs> hey, we go way back, Marcus, my dude. We go back to 2000. I know. I'm just going to make, I'm gonna make, finish making my point, as I was saying earlier. When I would come visit, I was like a kid in a candy store, and I wanted to go support the other teams and go to all the other games. So, I actually went to a softball game once or twice, and I had the time of my life. 
It was a blast. Uh, and um, uh, I think they played Pittsburgh or something like that. Pittsburgh was really good. That stadium is gorgeous. So we know that oh, you and Coach O go way back. We had Coach O on our podcast, which I think will be out this week at some point. And Coach O told us how far you guys go back from the BU days. Long time ago. Right? He had some great stories. It was such a pleasure <laughs> talking to him. And folks, if you're listening, please check out this podcast. It is really, really good. And Coach O is a great storyteller. Right? And the guys behind the scenes who aren't TV and who aren't Jay Willie and some of the other guys who aren't well known don't, get all, don't often get a lot of credit. And they really work hard and they help. They're, they're a big part of the process. No doubt. No doubt. Coach, Coach O, I met 20 years, man. I, I remember the first time I met O was a Final Four. And Dennis Wolf was like, CAE, Dennis Wolf was like, you better make sure you, you talk to Coach Vandross before you leave. I, it was Indy, right, O? Yes. We, we were Indianapolis. Yes, it was. I thought it was Atlanta. But you no, guys was Indianapolis. I tell you why I know it was Indy because I drove from from Richmond <laughs> to Indy to make to make sure I could get a, a daggone job. It was in the budget, right? <laughs> it, hey, it, it, I couldn't fly last minute, so I got I got in the car and drove. Awesome, I do remember that. Yeah, and then you guys reunited in Boston. Right when he came, when Coach O came to pick you up from the airport See, or from the hotel room, man. I look, I, you, you got to refresh my memory. Oh, 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 may know better than me. I that's 20 years ago, Mark. I, I told a story, Jay, where um, Dennis called me and said, Hey, I just hired uh, Jason Williford, go pick him up at the hotel somewhere in Foxborough outside <laughs> of Boston. So I drove out there to get you. And um, I told him, this, I told Mark the story how we just clicked from the ride in, and uh, the rest is history. <laughs> now, Jay Willie, did you have any idea who the surprise guest was on tonight? Because I did drop a hint to you, without, without, and unintentionally. Yeah. So, so, so when you were you you were sending the the link, yeah. You said make sure Orlando gets it, and I'm like, wait a second. So then T Dove says it's Caden, but you had already leaked that one, Mark. So I, I, I was waiting <laughs> on him. I thought he was gonna jump on at the ballpark. All right. So then you finally got one. <laughs> I'm about to give it to you. At I got my one right. Expense. I finally got one right. At my expense, yeah. <laughs> All right, you Coach made, O. You made it easy tonight, <clears throat> Coach. Well, it's it's really difficult to guess when you have how many people in the world that it could potentially be surprise guests. So I finally gave you a clue that was helpful enough. Coach O, how many, do you have questions for Coach Jay Willie? Actually, I do. Um, some are gonna be offbeat, so Jay, buckle up. Um, okay. <laughs> 50's coming up soon, right? For me? Yes. No, sir. I'm am 47. I got a few more years. I got three more years. You trying to you trying to put me up there too soon? Okay. So forget that part. If you was gonna throw a birthday party or any type of party, what musical act would you want to do your party in terms of entertainment, and what song has to be played? Oh, what <laughs> musical act? 
a group. What song? That's a yeah. ooh. You 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 might have stubbed me on this one, but I'm 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 gonna trick you with this. You you ain't ready for this answer. You might be because you you this this is your genre of music. But I would say Frankie Beverly and Mays. Oh, we are one. We are one. That would be hot. That would be hot. That's, that's a, a bad one. song. That's a great song. Yes, sir. That's yes, a good. Sir. That's a good one. Not bad question, huh, Mark? <laughs> I like it. I like it. I, that wouldn't have been my. That would not have been my Frankie Beverly and Mays song. I like that one too. What's your, what's your uh, you would have you would have probably went before I let go. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, but see, everyone, everyone knows. You got to listen to "We Are One," and you just got to feel it. You just got to feel it. It's a bad song. <laughs> it's a great song. Those are two good picks. All right. Second question. What's your best and worst scouting report? <laughs> we've already had this. I think we've had my best scouting report. I probably, and you've, you've helped me with a couple of these, oh, are the Carolina <laughs> scouts that we used to do. Because Roy, Roy's running the same stuff he ran when he was at Can under Dean, when he was at Kansas. Like, I feel like you know Carolina inside and out. It's just a matter of making sure you got the personnel right, you know, the different tendencies of, of, of the personnel. But from sets and what they're going to do, there, there's no tricks. My worst scout is clearly BU. And, and I, for, I forget who we were playing, but I had all the calls wrong. I was calling it Utah or too strong, and the guys were giving – man, when I tell you they gave me the hardest time, that clearly – I and Mark, and I told you this, back then I was the third assistant, so I didn't recruit. I didn't go on the road, but I did all the scouts. And I did every single scout for like 30 games. So I clearly had had somebody else's – offense in my head like I, I was mixing plays and I, I had it totally wrong the second worst oh another BU we're in a tournament we're in the Fiesta Bowl tournament in Arizona and we play Florida State we beat them the first game I had them down pack I'm ready to go we scout I scouted the heck out of them the second game is Arizona Davidson but we don't this is during Christmas break. So I hadn't had a lot of time to prepare for Arizona. I'm assuming we're going to play Davidson in the second game. So I had Davidson ready to go. I don't finish Arizona scout. And Dennis is going nuts. What do you mean you don't have the scout? I said, Dennis, I got there. I got a little bit, but let's just play how we played against Florida State and we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the clean version too, by the way. That's really clean. Hey, Mark, let me tell you, we ended up, we beat Florida State, play Arizona in the championship of that tournament. We're winning. Oakland and Testers, we're up eight with like five minutes to go, and the refs completely changed the the, 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 the outcome of the game. Like they Oh, and I get into it on the bench. I'm yelling at the refs. O's telling me to calm down. I'm like, don't tell me to calm down. They don't need help. They're cheating. Dennis <laughs> is yelling at me. And 
and and we had I'm telling you we had them, but you know it was their tournament. Uh, the rest weren't gonna let them lose their holiday tournament. And it probably was a little more personal to you because you had that scout, so you were probably on edge and had to win. Hey, hey, but 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 after beating Florida State and the way we played against Arizona, I think Dennis was okay. Look, you go out there and you get a split. You know, yeah. for us, that was good. A mid-major program getting a split, that's good. What year was that, and who did Arizona and Davidson have? Oh, oh, what year was that? 2002 or three, something like that? Channing 02, Channing oh, Fry, Arizona, Bynum, yeah. um, Jason Gardner. Yeah, Arizona was stacked. Yeah, they had, they had made four pros, maybe. Iguodala, right? Iguodala. I think they, had, they, they, they were good, man. They were really good. Really loaded. I, I forget who Davidson had, quite honestly, Mark. Um, but Florida State had a good team. And I can't believe we beat them, but we, we – that was one of Ham's early teams, man. We beat them. We beat them probably by, what, eight, ten, something like that? Yeah, it was a double-digit win. We played really yeah. well. But we, we played really well. The one thing I remember the night we got to Tucson, Arizona, is how bad that practice was. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. The balls were going up in the stands, and I was like, we have no shot. Mark, we got stories, man. We got BU stories. We got – Final Four stories. We got UVA, man. We, O and I could tell stories for days. Well, let's have one more question from, from O, and then I'm going to – let's think of a story we could tell the, the audience. All right, All right last got one more. Okay. So we've been friends for a long time, and I've been thinking about this. Uh, as coaches, we learn from each other. And since we've been friends, and you said more than 20 years, I stopped counting. But what have you learned from me? I'm just curious. You know, I, I, no, it, it, good question. You know, I've learned to, I'm, I'm an emotional guy. I, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. You know that. Um, I've always been that way. But I, I think the, one, the, the biggest thing I learned is sometimes from you is, you know, you, you always listen and observe and, you know, you, re, you react with reason. And, and, and I jump to conclusions and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to jump to guys when they're not doing well. And you're like, Jay, just calm down, coach them, coach them. And so that, that uh, I guess that resolve and, and, and just that, that maturity, to be honest. I mean, you've always been older than me. And, um, you know, that, that thing, you know, you you being able to keep your composure has been something that 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 I've I I, I like and admire and, and and probably one of the biggest things I take away. Wow, impressive answer coming from you, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> but but I I often tell people that you know you showed me the ropes. Not often when you get in this profession, um, you know you you. you People always say, I want to coach, I want to coach. Well, there's no handbook to coaching. You kind of, you're, you're learning on the fly. Um, you just got to learn through experience and, and kind of baptism. Uh, you, you just got to go through it. Um, and, and I, quite honestly, when I first got into coaching, I thought, you know, it was mostly being on the floor and doing the basketball stuff. And that's probably 25% of the job. 75% of the job is 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 the, the administrative 
um, the recruiting uh, stuff off the basketball floor that that you helped you helped me. I always tell people, O gave me my my break and showed me the ropes and taught me how to do film exchange back when film exchange was cassette tapes and you're mailing out FedEx packages and and um, you know showed me how to recruit. You know we'd stay late nights and you'd be like, jump on the phone, just talk to this dude. You know <laughs> you know so um, you know that, that those are things that that I value in our friendship that, that I don't know um, that young coaches often always have, you know, you, you were willing to give back. And I, I always appreciated that. Appreciate that brother. You was easy to, to kind of uh, bring along. Very easy. Very easy. <laughs> you know what? So Mark, you want to end with one more story? Please. He struck a nerve. So late night we'll be in the office at BU and we'll do all these recruiting calls and you know, there's another coach by the name of Larry Greer, which I, I don't know if you know him. He's just I know Larry because he was his assistant at Phoenix. Exactly. So us three were the assistants at BU, and we had a unique chemistry. Um, Larry was very analytical, um, organized. I'm very much like, whatever you need me to do, let me just try to figure out my niche, and I'll, I'll do what I can. And Jay was gungans and blazing. Just let me get after it. And um, we kind of just meshed together. But – there was times when Jay and I, this is before kids, Jay and I would go to a restaurant and we'd just eat and talk. And one night, I don't know what restaurant we went to, and we started having salt, pepper shakers, ketchup bottles, and started talking about our team. <laughs> this is a true story. And we're in there literally about three hours to maybe four, and we're having salt, pepper shakers, everything, talking about an offense that, has, that we saw with at the time. Mike Davis was at Indiana. And we saw some things that he did, and we just kind of put our pieces together and try to utilize it. And uh, I think a couple of days later, we introduced it to Dennis Wolf. Do you not know that offense helped us go to the uh, NCAA tournament? And it was one of the most satisfying feelings that Jay and I collaborated together and saw it come to fruition. So that was pretty cool. That's incredible. That's awesome. Can we get a Final Four story? Something like what happened at halftime? of the game against Auburn or something that happened after the game, like your celebration. What was going on in the locker room at halftime against Auburn? I'll start there. I'll let Jay Willie answer that. I, you know, I, we, we were very, at that point, Mark, we, we were just focused. I mean, we were locked in. It was like, all right, guys, you got, we could, let's just keep doing what we do do our jobs, continue to play defense, get good shots. But but I I, I don't think we were nervous. Yeah. Hell, getting past Purdue, man, it, 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 being able to do that, there was nothing that was going to rattle us, man. And and so I think um, I, obviously the, the year before had given us motivation and, and we learned from that locker room at halftime of don't panic. Don't lose, don't don't lose yourself in the moment. Just just live in the moment. You know what I mean? Like like we, I was just, I was a, I was a fool the year before. I'm going nuts in, in the locker room at halftime. Come on, guys, you gotta be kidding me. But but we all grew up. We all learned, and it was let's let's go play another 20 minutes. Let's 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 just play Virginia basketball. And and that was, I think. That was our focus that entire weekend, to be honest. I, I mean, nothing 
Nothing was going to shake us. There was no situation on the floor that we had not been in. We'd been down. We'd been the one to lose to a 16. Like, there, there was nothing. We, we, we sneaked past Purdue. Like, we get it into overtime. There's, there was nothing at that point where we were going to be rattled. And, and you know, to their credit, man, even, even to the very end against Auburn, they played, they executed plays down the stretch. I mean, Cal hits those three free throws, but, you know, no one understands. We actually executed the play properly. I mean, it was like sometimes you, you draw stuff up and, and dudes, you know, forget where to go or, you know, it's, they just don't run it. But they did everything we, we had coached them to do. I mean, they to a T. Right. So Coach O actually talks about your halftime attitude and behavior of the game against UMBC versus your halftime behavior and uh, against uh, Gardner-Webb on the podcast. So that's kind of exciting for, for people to listen to. And Jay Willie, you might want to listen to it as well. You should listen to it. Who had the scout know. for Auburn and who had the scout for Texas Tech? It wasn't me. It, it, I, I, I stopped doing scouts uh, the last couple years. It was uh, Sodi, to be honest, had a bunch of scouts down the stretch. Brad, and, and in collaboration with, I mean, at, at that point of the year, we would, I mean, we'd be up meeting and tone would be like everybody watch film and we all had some input. But Brad had a lot of scouts and, and you know, collaboration with Larry Mangino and Kyle Getter and um, O and myself. I Probably, to be honest, O, correct me if I'm wrong, once we got into the tournament, it was all hands on deck. Like, we all took turns looking at everybody. So, uh, But during the season, uh, Tone kind of just – he wanted O and I to go recruit. <laughs> so we went to recruiting. Um, those guys handled the scouting. So between the Auburn game and the Texas Tech game, how much time did you guys spend watching film on Texas Tech? Shoot, man, we stayed up all night, yeah. all night. I mean, it was and, – and, and to those other guys' credit, they had stuff prepared and, and, and stuff for us to watch. But, uh, I mean, we watched the semifinal, their semifinal game live. There were three of us there live watching it. Um, but we, I mean, we, we'd be up in the meeting room until Tony got tired and all, all the questions were answered. And then, and then turn around the next morning and watch more film, you know, after breakfast or after a shoot around. So it was, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was a lot. You know what, Mark, let me elaborate a little bit on Jay Willie's answer. The one thing that I remember going into the Final Four, it was a concentrated effort with one voice by Brad Soderberg, but we watched a lot of Auburn going in and we broke the teams up. Jay Willie actually had Michigan State and I had Texas Tech, if I remember correctly. But I remember after beating Auburn, you know, coach after the game, I remember he's just, you know, this is one thing that's amazing about Tony. We could all be talking and he can remember every little thing that we said and sum it up how he's going to approach the next practice or what's the next planning process. So he'll say, who do you guys think I should watch of Texas Tech and who should I watch of Michigan State? And by doing a, I guess, uh, early on work, doing our work early, kind of give him some answers to the test to kind of, you know, get a feel for both teams so he can kind of formulate a plan for practice on that Sunday morning. 
what about offensively when you guys are dialing up and developing a, a game plan? Do you anticipate and do you know what the other teams are going to do? Like Texas, like Auburn played the pick and roll differently than Texas Tech played, I, I believe. Right? Yes. And how, how do you make that adjustment or do you go into the game already thinking ahead of how you're going to, what you're going to do? Or do you make the adjustment on the fly in that game? <laughs> I'm laughing because it could be both. We have an idea of what they're going to do defensively, but in the midst of a game, there's a game within the game, and you've got to be able to adjust accordingly based on how they're guarding you. I think initially within the Texas Tech game, the one thing that we knew is that they, they basically corralled the ball, fled to the ball, five against the ball, no matter what action we ran. So we try to keep the ball in the middle of the floor so we could see the totality of the floor as opposed to one side of it. And one we kept the ball in the middle of the floor, we were able to see where the help's coming from offensively. Well, it's a, it's a pleasure to have you, both your insights following the Final Four. Really quickly, um, some people might know that Ty and Carson are, have become really good friends and they share the same agent. So they were both in the bubble. They spent some time in the bubble together. And I'll, I'll never get grow tired of talking about that Purdue game. And I got a chance to talk to Carson when they were tying here, hanging out. And I said, Carson, be honest. Did you expect that last shot to go in, the one that he banked in? <laughs> he said, no. What was his, was his, his, his answer was probably yes. He was cooking. He said he thought it was off. Oh, really? Yeah. He said he thought it was off. Wow. Off. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was in the zone, man. I've never seen a dude do that in the NCAA tournament. Not, not, not in person. That, that game is one of the best games I've ever seen or been or, or been a part of. I, I, better than both the final championship and the semifinal to me. That, yeah. per, that Purdue game was unbelievable. You know why it was so unbelievable? I think the experience going through the Syracuse game, I think that helped us. I think we knew, you know, in the second half. You got, if, you're, if you're in striking distance of the Final Four, you got to go for it. And I think that experience served us well as coaches. Yep. What was, what was your celebration like, Coach O, after the championship? After the championship, what was my celebration like? I had to pinch myself. It was surreal. I really – I thought it was, it was so surreal. I have a picture of me and Jay Willie. And it just sums up the, the journey. I mean, as an assistant, and I know Jay Willie probably said this on his shows, um, he stopped going back to the Final Four, the convention aspect of it, until he said, I'll be a participant of it. I kept going back. And I always would go to those open practices. And I would tell him, you know, do you think we'll ever get back? We always just talk about this. And to actually have the confetti fall down, knowing that it's all over and you're a national champ, I mean, you know, it's real now. Now, you know, when you initially win it, yeah, you know what happened, but it's really hit me now that I have some time away that our name was going to be, you know, etched in UVA basketball history, NCAA history. We were a part yeah. of it. And, Jay Willie, you know this, and, and people have heard me talk about it before. You know I am forever, ever indebted to you for getting me on the court after hey. the championship game. <laughs> which, is why I came up with the, which is why I came up with the idea of the Jay Willie show. <laughs> hey, listen. Hey, hey, Mark. I, if I could have had my way, I'd have had everybody on the floor. I was looking for folks. 
at first I want my family up there because I want them to share in that. And then I'm like, man, just get up here with us. Like it was, it was a culmination of a lot of years, a lot of hard work, but not just the Tony Bennett era. Like it was the, it was the Lato era, the Gillen era, the Jeff Jones, the Holland. Like, like for me, I, I appreciate the history of the program. And I know where, where all of the former players, you know, what they put, put themselves through, have gone through. I know the alumni and the fan base. Man, if I could have had everybody on the – I would have let them all come up. But but you almost got me in trouble because the security <laughs> guy was like, hey, stop. And I'm, I'm like, no, he's with me. Let's go. He, he, he can come up here. But it was – man, it was so much fun. I was celebrating so much, Mark, that if you notice, I don't even think I'm in the official team photo that they use um, <laughs> with the championship with all the – with the players and co- – I'm somewhere – jumping up and down, or, or I might be cutting the nets down one end. I don't know where I was, but I didn't even make Same the here, photo. Jay. Same here, Jay. I, in yeah. the final team photo, we're not in that piece. Yeah, I'm, I'm celebrating. I'm, I'm, celebrating. I'm, watching, I'm watching Austin and Cam do, you know, confetti snow angels on yeah. the floor. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> I lost my mind, too. And, you know, and, and that's great that, that, that you're recognizing the entire UVA family from the past years. And, and a lot of other players have done that. And I think that's what makes one of the reasons that UVA is so special. So, no gentlemen, time. always a pleasure. Coach O, thanks for coming on. Coach O, what's up, man? Oh, what's up, bro? How you doing, bro? Long doing time, well, no see. I know, man. I know. I love the hat. Thank you. Hey, thank this, you, man. Hey, this, I mean, this, last this, time this. I saw you, you, you were not a champion. Now look <laughs> at you. <laughs> Crazy. Hey, oh. DJ YB, you're is, is the official DJ for the Jay Willie show. What's the, yeah, opening, man. What's the opening song? You probably, you probably didn't recognize that in me when you saw me last. No, nah, I didn't know you had skills <laughs> like that, but I'm glad to hear it. It always goes back to Richmond for you two, huh? <laughs> yep, that's it. Yeah. What, that's what's it. the song you open up with, YB? Huh? What's the opening song? Whatever he feels I mean, like. No, it, it just d- depends. I mean, I don't know what I started with today. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hey, think hey, why? Take, hey, look, take us home, man. I got to get home and shower, and I got to, <laughs> I got to enjoy, I got to enjoy this softball win. Okay. Oh, you know hey, what Willie. I started with today? It was Jack and congrats, Diane. congrats, Jay Willie. Congrats, Coach O, Thank for winning second consecutive softball game and being you uh, national champs for two years in a row as well. Appreciate man, it, Mark. That's great. All right, folks, thanks for joining us. We'll see you in two weeks. YB, let's do it. Yes, sir. All right, bro. Check it out, you got me mesmerized. Put the black hair in the fa- style.
street poetry is my everyday but you know what i stop when you try my way if i was working at the club you would not pay hey yo for me and fight nigga he got something to say i like him brown 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 Going. We want another one. Stop. 